Welcome back to the We Are T1D podcast. My name is Mike, and that guy over there is Jack. Hiya. And this is going to be a special episode as I'm going on holiday and we need to record two in one week. So we've done a questions and answers episode. Me and Jack put up a story on our Instagram and loads of you submitted your questions. I mean, loads. Yeah, we've got too many. (laughs) Yeah, we're a bit overwhelmed, to be honest. yeah it's been mad yeah so thank you guys thanks for getting involved we love it and this episode wouldn't be possible without you so thanks again yeah thank you very much right so how it's going to work is me or jack's going to read out a question then the other person's going to answer and then the person asking the question is also going to give their input if they have one i think that's fair yeah sounds good to me mate Who's going to kick it off? Uh, You can. Go on then. We're going to jump straight into it. There's so many you can't pick. Look. No, no, there is loads. <laughs> there's, there's loads. I'm looking at the list now and I'm scrolling and there's just loads. Oh, there's That's more. What... There's two chats. <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. Right. I'm just going to just literally my finger is going right there. Right. What are foods you avoid? Pizza. Yeah, definitely pizza. I haven't, I've not had it yet. Yeah. I, well, I don't know if it, sometimes I'm like, oh, let's order a takeaway. And I say, should we get pizza? So always Amber that goes, you know, it messes you up. So, <laughs> but yeah, I avoid pizza. It's something I haven't had in ages. No, when I went to London the other day, I was uh, so tech. We walked past the Pizza Express and I looked in. And I was just like looking at Zoe because we was just like walking around trying to find somewhere to eat lunch. And I was looking at Zoe like, like shall I? She was like, it's your choice. You do what you want to do. Like I'm supportive either way. So I was just <laughs> I owned an odd for about five minutes and went, nah, let's go and get a Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, next question. Oh, this one's actually for you. Jack, is there anything you don't weigh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, not really, nah, to be honest. I don't weigh cheese. <laughs> there you go. There is something. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, well, nah, any, anything that uh, contains a, like, a, a good amount of carbs, then yeah, I'll weigh it to absolute exactly what the portion size is supposed to be. But that's why your control is so good as well. I, well. I like to think it is, yeah. No, it is. I was speaking to Amber about it today and she was like, look, Jack cares more than you. (laughs) He weighs everything. She goes, you guesstimate everything you eat. I'm like, no, not everything. Some things have labels that are easy to read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, like even earlier when you said about the um the slices of bread and you said they're uh, they're 17 grams each. See me, my bread, I know for a fact the bread that I get is 15.4 grams each slice. Yeah. But you put the slice on the scale and nine times out of ten, so two slices would be thirty point eight grams mm. normally on the packet. Nine times out of ten, two slices is about 84, 85. Oh, well, okay. But this is why I always um, inject extra for bread. Yeah, I think uh, well, every, my, my breakfast every morning, as I say, is the, the porridge with the toast and that. And I think my breakfast roughly every morning, depending on what the bread weighs when I get it out of the packet, is in between sort of 55 and 58 grams of carbs. Okay. And I always I always inject six or seven units, depending on how morning glories coming into play. Do you know what I just randomly thought? Um, what? You know bread, if you cut the crust off, it's lighter. Does that mean it's lower in carbs? Of course it is. Exactly. So actually, so a good bread for a diabetic would be 
crustless bread yeah essentially i, su- I suppose because crust is going to take longer to digest than what the actual bluffy bit is isn't it yeah i might i'm gonna put this theory to the test <laughs> i might i might do that because i eat bread at, like every single day i might actually give that a go as well might and see what happens well in the morning when you have your toast and porridge just cut your crust off, well, weigh it, cut your crust off and see how much the weight goes down. Yeah, well, you know what? I really like eating the crust though. It's the best bit. Yeah, I do like the crust as well. I love, especially when it's toasted. Yeah, with melted butter. Put a toasty in the air fryer. What? Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever made a toasty in the air fryer? No, I use a toasty oh, machine. Oh, but yeah, I've got one of them and I've got a panini machine as well. But trust me, just butter the outside of the bread. Like mm. quite a generous amount of butter and put it in the air fryer for about five, ten minutes, but flip it over. Five minutes, flip it over, and then give it another five minutes. Oh my god, bro. It's so crispy. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I suppose it's like almost like fried bread, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is exactly it's the same texture, the same crunch, the same it it's beautiful, bro. And if you get the butter to fry ratio correct, it's <laughs> It's, it, it's something special, bro. I'm telling you. Even I've tried on the last three or four minutes, just sprinkling a little bit of cheese on the top of it. Mm. So you get so you get cheesy outside of the bread. This is see, we need our recipe book. Right, next question, Jack. <laughs> yeah. Next question. Next question. It's not a podcast this week. It's questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna waffle though. You know what we're like. <laughs> um, right, I've just said this one just stood out to me straight away and I think it's it's aimed at me more or less I think where it says does diabetes make you insane like Mike <laughs> <laughs> thanks to whoever said that <laughs> um, do you know what I actually think everyone with type 1 diabetes is a little bit insane I think you have to be to live with it yeah in their own in your own little way everybody has a little bit of insanity inside you yeah obviously I've got a bit more than most by the sounds of it <laughs> oh yeah not not well i'm not sure there is millions of diabetics out there but i i, I don't know many that will just raise bolus four units and crack on with it so. <laughs> 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 oh i'm never gonna live it down <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I actually you're still here bro you're still here fair. so you're obviously doing something right you're still here somehow mate somehow <laughs> <laughs> the yum yums that save you oh my god there's actually a question has Mike actually ever pre-bolused <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> um have you uh, well um yeah I'm gonna answer that one right um yeah I have the longest pre-bolus I've done is 30 minutes and I still spiked after, so it don't work for me. My, my, I, I think I've been diabetic so long, I'm resistant. I have to leave about 30 minutes in the morning, but any other yeah. time during the day, it, it literally 10, 10 minutes, 12 minutes at maximum, and it's starting to calm down. Well, well it's like today, isn't it, Jack? When I said I I done my um, breakfast, how quick did my insulin work? Yeah, straight away. Literally. That's so crazy. What, what, what is that? What is that? Did you, um, was that on a pre-bolus or did you just whack it in when you was eating? Oh, literally, as I was eating, mate. Oh, for... <laughs> <laughs> ah. it's, uh, sometimes I can't decide what I want to eat. You said you was active at work though, innit? So obviously the more active you are, then the more yeah. insulin sensitive you are, innit? Sure, it works like that. Yeah, I think that's right, yeah. Because I have I've noticed it before. If I sort of like eat my lunch at work and then I always sit down for about 10, 15 minutes after once I've finished eating just to let everything start going through my system. 
But I found if I go back to work too quickly, my insulin just kicks in out of nowhere and shoots me back down into a hypo. Oh, okay. It's not the carb counting. It is, oh, I'm well, I don't think it is anyway, but it, it must be yeah. the fact that I'm so active with the active insulin in my system. It just makes it work quicker. Active with active makes double active, doesn't it? So Dub Double active. <laughs> double active. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. All right, Jamie, do you want to ask a question? Is it Jack? Yeah, you got have to talk into the mic. Like, So from about there, pick a question and then ask Jack. Is exercise good for diabetes? There we go. Right, he's going to answer now. Well, we better. I'll start asking <laughs> question. Well, see if he's giggling. Yeah. Uh, answer my question, Jack. Yes, I'm answering it. All right, give me a chance. No. <laughs> right. Yes, exercise is good for diabetes, I find anyway. It helps with my insulin sensitivity and uh, it helps with my metabolism. It helps with my mental health. It helps with a lot. It is. It, it helps with a lot. It makes it gives you that feel good factor, even though it, it don't feel good when you're actually in the gym doing anything. I don't know. I feel good while I'm doing it. I, I don't know. Sometimes I hate myself. I think, what are you doing to your body? Really? Yeah, but that's I find that's the days that you push yourself a lot more because you're you're pushing yourself to find more motivation. I don't know whether that's just me or whether someone else like goes through that. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I find this, the days you're not feeling it, like you're going in the gym, like or you're going. I I haven't been to the gym for ages, but I come home and like I'm looking at my weights, like oh, do you know what? I really can't be bothered. But then out of nowhere, you just sort of like force yourself to do it, and it makes you feel a lot better because no, you're looking back and you think, do you know what? I I done it. I said I didn't yeah. want to do it, but I done it. Yeah, it gives you that feel. I feel good while I'm doing it. Getting the motivation to actually do it though, that's the hardest part. Yeah, do you know what? It's hard. I'll like I really need to start thinking about joining an actual gym because home is for relaxing so, yeah there's, yeah literally the first thing I've I've got it in my head every single day I'm driving home I'm like right I'm gonna do this when I get home I'll get like I'll get my training stuff on I'm gonna get my resistance bands out or I'll get my gloves out and hit my boxing bag for like half an hour or whatever as soon as I get in, put the kettle on and sit down. Yeah. It's just it's just like a reflex it just it just happens but um mm. in regards to helping with diabetes as well I find a walk straight after a meal not straight straight after obviously but like give it half an hour or so and then go out for a little 10-15 minute walk usually if you're eating something that you know is going to spike you up that will prevent if well if it don't prevent it it will sort of slow it down like a big spike sort of like say say like if you're like the other day I knew for when I was like prime example I was in London and I had the Burger King I knew that that would spike me up because it's just full of crap it's it's crap food crap food always makes me spike it just, basically that just goes to show why it is not good for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um because I was walking I was like you know what I'm just gonna have it and then we walked for about half an hour 45 minutes just all in all that around the shops and doing little bits and jumping on and off the trains here and there around London and I think I spiked up from about six to like, you can't even call it a spike. Like maybe maybe eight, nine, and then it level and then it leveled back out again. It's like you said last week, the little rise. Yeah, yeah, little rise. Yeah, it's like it it, it prevents that. So yeah, I'll I'll find exercise is really helpful for me anyway. Yeah, no, it is for me. The best I felt was when I was very active in the gym and even doing this step challenge. I feel better. So yeah, I told you you'd catch the bug for walking, bruv. It's it's nice, man. 
Obviously, it's not it's yep. not very fun when the weather's like this, but it, it's it's nice going out for a walk, man. Yeah, well, when this podcast is out, I'll be walking beaches, so I'll be very happy. Oh, nice, nice. All right, I'll, let's we jump into another question. Let's yeah. go into what's the last diabetic moment that made you proud? That's a really good question. The last diabetic what moment? Last di- yeah, the last diabetic moment that made you proud. Ooh, I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> um i didn't do a rage today i done a correction like, oh, what, you, actually waited, now. you actually waited the hours you didn't stack your insulin no i i i waited um and i've just done two units just to correct my high oh, well done yeah me and amber had a big talk yesterday like i got you know she she said like i express myself a lot on the podcast about how i'm feeling but I don't do it with her because okay. because talking to people helps, but talking to someone you know makes you feel weak sometimes. Yeah, I get that. I get that. So I've kind of just got to drop my pride. So Yeah, I 100% get that, man. But yeah, that's my moment. What's yours, mate? Um, I don't know, really. I'm going to say... Do you know what? Actually, I'm going to say yesterday. That was the last proud moment. Yeah, that was my my last diabetic moment that made me proud was actually yesterday because uh, I sat in the middle of the Emirates Stadium watching the Arsenal game and um, I injected in front of... 65,000 people. Oh, yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I remember you messaging me. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's definitely, mate, that's amazing. Yeah, I was, uh, as I said, I didn't really, I, I've said it before on the podcast, I don't really suffer from them, like, sort of things. Like, I don't I don't really worry about that. But even, I was looking at Zoe, like, I really need to eat. I'm starving. So I was just like, yeah. I need to do an injection. So I, um, like, I sort of, not um the nard, but it was just like a bit like, oh, it's, there's a lot of people here, man. It's a bit different just doing it in the mid, like in the middle of a restaurant and in the, in the middle of a football stadium. Yeah, but true. I literally just pulled my pen out, pulled my top up, stuck it in, squirted, pulled it out, job done. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh god, I realised what I said then. <laughs> it's fine. I didn't take it further. I just googled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I done, I done that. And then, um, yeah, do you know? Do you know what? Nobody even backed an eyelid. And on the way home, I had to do my long lasting whilst I was on the train. Was the train busy as well? Yeah, it was not busy, but there was a few people on there. There was about three or four people literally sitting dead opposite me on the train. And you obviously know on London Underground, they're quite quite close together. Yeah. Did they watch or did they just not bat an eyelid? So I I didn't really. Like I didn't really realise, but Zoe did say that one of them sort of stared over and looked for about two seconds and then just carried on doing what he was yeah. doing. Like they didn't really care. But I had a pair of shorts on and obviously I do my long lasting in my fires. So I literally just pulled my shorts up, put a needle on the pen. There you go, Bosh, twelve units, <laughs> job done. Yeah. Right, so yeah, yes yesterday was a big moment for me, man. Oh, well done, mate. Thank you, thank you. Um, right, next one. Amber, do you want to read a question? Amber's going to read what I'm going to get everyone in the family reading the question. <laughs> this is the list. Which ones have you done? Uh, just read one and then <laughs> she's giggling. Does your dick pretend to be cold when your sugars are high? <laughs> <laughs> Does my what? Question. <laughs> Does your dick pretend to be cold when your sugars are high? I'm guessing does your dick shrivel when your sugars are high? Oh, um, 
I don't know. Do you know what? To be honest, I've never really noticed because I'm never high long enough for anything like that to happen. Um, it can happen. It has happened to me. It goes all small. So, yeah, you know, like you know, like when it's cold, it kind of just like fuck. I want to get warm. Yeah, it goes back <laughs> in. It's like a, but like a turtle. What it is actually? There's probably science be- behind it because when you're high, I'm pretty sure your arteries um get smaller. I think it is. So there's less blood flow. Oh fuck! I need to drop my phone. That's uh, that's very weird. Yeah. So it can happen. Not that often, but it can happen, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's one experiment I won't be taking part in. (laughs) 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 Kind of makes you want to stay in range a bit more, doesn't it? Yeah, I might set my alarm at nine. (laughs) I'm setting mine at six. What are you talking about? Oh, my man. lows are five and my highs are six. There you go. I ain't moving. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just going to be sitting stuck there with a needle all day just doing corrections. Yeah, I ain't raging no more. But what, what, what do lows do to it? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, we found out in a podcast. Oh, yeah, it just drops. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Jack, there, I swear there's a question for you about this. Oh, yeah. Oh, there ain't, is there? Has, yep. Has Jack ever had a different kind of biscuits biscuit to help with sex? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I have actually. I've got sort of like I've got um I'm trying to think of the word. I've got a variety of uh snacks in my drawer next to my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some tuck biscuits, I've got a few fruit shortcakes. I'm sure there's a couple of custard creams in there somewhere. Oh, we did a bit of cream for the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely tell people listen to our podcast, can't you? Right, there's there's another one that relates to this subject. So, um, um, so this Q and A session is meant to be all nice and light, and I'm just getting harassed. it's, It's only because it relates to this situation. It goes so lights on or off. If you know what I mean. Depends on the mood, mate. <laughs> uh, usually lights sort of, well, light off, but bedside table on. Oh, okay, so you can find your find your um, biscuits. Oh, yeah, exactly that, bro. You've got to know where your tucks are. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any more people? Um... Yeah, I've got another six here, mate. Two six. Have you? I'll I'm bet joking, you have. I'll bet you have. <laughs> no, no, you can see the list. There, there ain't any more, I don't think. There's too many to read through, but... Right, I'm going to let's pick one. Right, uh, what one's standing? Uh, scrolling through, and whatever one looks appealing. Right, here we go. What signs to look out for when a friend is hyper? Oh, that's a good question again. That is a very good question. Um, signs to look out for. What are your signs? Uh, what happens to you? Uh, I become hyper before I go hypo. Does that make sense? Yeah, you do. So I, I know get you very do. silly and giggly. Yeah, and you don't. Oh, no. Stop talking. Yeah, and I, the waffles. I get the massive waffles, and uh, but then I hit a stage. Um, at work, they say I go very pale. Yeah, I I got pale as well, and I will go very spacey as well. And if you ask me a question, I will just stare at you like, "Are you even talking?" Yeah, or yeah, I'll, I... or I'll just agree. I'll be they'll be talking, and I'll just be like, "Yeah," just nodding, pretending I know what the hell they're going on about. Yeah, I've done that a couple of times. Just like I, I have not got a clue what you said, and I can't be bothered to ask you to repeat it because I'm still not going to have a clue what you said. So yes, yeah. <laughs> just smile and wave, boys. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, um, I'm, my signs are pretty much the same as you. I go pale, very. I go very. I don't go hyper. I go very dopey. Like, yeah, that's like, my stage after. Yeah, I just. I have nothing functions. So I have my like three point six low when I'm. That's when I go a bit hyper. But as soon as I hit like three point two or three, it's yeah. totally different. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's what I've tried to explain that to a few people before. Um, the difference it is between say four point three to three point six. Like yeah. it's but such it's a it's such a small margin, but the difference that you feel in your body is mad for me anyway, personally. No, it is for me as well. But even at four point two sometimes I've been that dopey low. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've done that before. Like I've just all of a sudden felt so weird. And like I've like there's something wrong. Like I feel low here. So you you either look at your sensor or you scan, and then you're like I'm I'm only like four point four or four point three or something like that. But I feel terrible. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's something you can't really explain. You only have to experience it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is hard to explain to people that can't experience it. Yeah. Mm. Pick a next one, Mike. Ooh. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Do you have tattoos as a diabetic? Um, I have I have tattoos, not loads, but I have quite a few. But I wasn't actually diagnosed before I had any of them. Yeah. So I I might have possibly had in the very 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 early stages where it is not even detectable. I could have possibly had tattoos once, like whilst I had diabetes, but I just didn't know about it. Yeah. No. Well, obviously, I got tattoos as a diabetic. Um. Yes, yeah, they're all right to get. I didn't have any problems, and I even tattooed myself. So, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I remember <laughs> when you done that. <laughs> yeah, I was. I'm actually quite curious about that myself because I want to get another, and I, I've got like a half sleeve on my left arm, and it's. I've got most of the filling done on the top half. I just need the cloud in and something else to fit in around it to finish the sleeve. But um, yeah, I was just. As I say, like, I'm, like, I didn't know what was going to happen. Can I, like, is it going to affect me? No, it's all right. The only thing that you have to be careful of is going hypo while getting it done. Uh, so make sure you have sugar before you get it done because it's kind of because your body's going through a trauma. So you will drop or some people will raise. Do you know what? Saying that, do you know, I, I don't know how many people that are listening to this have actually listen to every single episode but i'm sure it was like episode one or two we was talking about our diagnosis very early stages and um i mentioned that i've had symptoms for years and years and years ago but just like never had anything checked out i never thought anything of it when i had the when i had the tattoo on my back stupidly enough that says my own name (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i I went hypo. Like, they had to stop. I went all clammy. Like, my skin was sweating. I started having that hypo feeling, like, shaky, no energy, or your glucose has gone out of your body, you're drained. And the yeah. tattoo artist even said I was clammy to touch, like, sweaty. Obviously, he knows the signs. And he, he said to my dad, who was there with me, I need to stop because Jack's going to faint. And he told me yeah. to go to the shop next door and get myself a bottle of Coke and have a break for 10 minutes. And it's exactly what I'd done. And I felt fine afterwards. But until you mentioned that, that's never actually clicked in my head. No. Yeah. I don't there know whether that's a, I don't know whether that's a coincidence or no. It happens to a lot of people, but and that was the only time it ever happened. You know what I mean? I've never like I, you. You know, I've got like all, all my tattoos on my arms and my legs and on my, my back. So like, it's, that's the only time that happened. So yeah, it's weird. 
Yeah, yeah, but um, and the healing time it can take a bit longer if you're diabetic. That's about it. Yeah, I've noticed that with cuts on my hands anyway. But if you get a tattoo with really bad control, you risk you higher risk the chance of infection as well. Okay. Because high sugars weaken your immune system. Okay. And that's why I haven't been that ill since getting the sensor. Yes. I've just realised that myself. Yeah, I suppose because you're more in control. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm actually controlling, shall I say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna. I've I've just been scrolling through, looking at other questions, and I've just clocked one, and I'm sure this is from my wife because she said this to me yesterday in whilst we was out in London, and it's if you ever get caught in a nuclear war. And you went to your nearest underground station. Would your sensor still work? She she asked me this in the tube station yesterday. That's more of a factual question. Would it still work? So freestyle Abbots Abbots is the owner of freestyle, and it Abbots will it work? <laughs> uh well, I I I, 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 I as I say, Zoe asked me this yesterday, and uh, I explained to her that um, a it works off Bluetooth. Bluetooth doesn't need a signal. It is generated by your phone. Mm. But so wouldn't the, the nuclear part of the war would also fry the phone, no? Uh, yeah, possibly. Possibly. But then that, that leads me on to um, B. If there's a nuclear war, that means there's no pharmacies left. Yeah, so that means no insulin. So if my sensor not working is probably the last thing I'm going to think about. <laughs> yeah, do, do you know what? I would just make... I'd have them high sugars and just run out and sod it. My shield and sword and an insulin pen. Yeah, just jab them up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't jab them up. No. <laughs> right. Um, does cinnamon cure diabetes? Um, that is a very good question. No, no, it's not a good question. <laughs> No, it's not a good question. It's a stupid question. <laughs> it is a very stupid question. <laughs> no, cinnamon does not cure diabetes. Otherwise, I'd be sitting here eating cinnamon. No, um, yeah, so would I, actually. I love hot cross buns. And I'll tell you what, I've experienced a lot of Easter's. Oh, yeah, I, obviously, you... I eat my hot cross buns. I always and eat hot cross buns. do you know what? Buns. They haven't cured me. They make me go high. <laughs> yeah, they do me as well, actually. Very nice, though. Yeah, I love a hot cross bun. Yeah, you toasted got... with butter. Oh. oh, yeah, about half a tub of butter. Spoon. Don't use yeah. a knife. Use a spoon. Do you know what? Just dip the hot cross bun in the butter pot. Yeah, just yeah. take the butter pot with you and like <laughs> just scoop it out of the pot with the. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, cinnamon does definitely not cure something that is dead and useless. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to find the question: Does insulin cure diabetes? Oh wow! Some someone actually said that the other day. I was, I just, do you know what? I blocked him. <laughs> yeah, mate, I'm not dealing with questions like that. <laughs> oh, I like it. Like, because they're not diabetic to ask that question. Nah. They're just some dickhead. <laughs> oh, but, oh, well. <laughs> I always have a rant about someone. Or you something. do. You, you, you have to have a rant, don't you? That's why I just let you get on. <laughs> oh, I feel better when I say it, though. It's my vent. It's my vent. That's what it is. Right. I've just found a really good question, actually. And it's, um, is if, if there was one thing you could change or add to your life to make your life easier with diabetes, what would it be? Um, 
one thing I could change. Yeah, if you could change or add something to your life to make your life with diabetes easier. Um, it would be a working pancreas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? Did you get a clap for that? <laughs> that is such a clever answer and that never even crossed my mind to say that. But yes, that's exactly what I would change. My dead pancreas. But if... Other than that, I would change how I was as a child, like um, as a teenager, just getting it. Not a teenager, a 10-year-old, sorry. I would change how I was when I was 10 years old and getting diagnosed with diabetes. Yeah, because you you was very rebellious, weren't you? Yeah, I was so rebellious and it's, uh, it is a regret and I don't like having regrets. Do you know what? I've just spotted a question. I'm going to ask you first, Mike, because now you've just said that. Okay. If you could tell your young self you would end up with this life, what would you change then to now? Well, I'm trying to find a question to read it because if you could tell your young self you would end up with this life, what would you then to now? What would I have changed? I would have changed um, my attitude. Mm. I suppose yeah, that you, it's hard for you to answer that, really, because you were diagnosed with it from so young, wasn't you? Yeah, but I know growing up my attitude was disgusting towards it mm. i was i was just down i still get down but i was just really down as a kid just wanted to be normal yeah so it would be my attitude and to know that i can live with it yeah yeah so yeah i'd, I'd tell my young self it's okay <laughs> yeah 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 that's actually quite nice cool that gets your brain going that one it does. I'm sitting here trying to think like what I, because obviously I was only diagnosed when I was 31. Yeah. What would you, what would you have told yourself last year, Jack? <laughs> I don't even know, mate. I'd live my life a little bit more, really, to be honest. Yeah. And actually live my life to its full potential instead of waiting for something drastic to happen to make me realise how short and fragile this life is. Mm, yeah. That's a deep one. It is very deep. I do. I realised I went really deep on that once I started talking. But it's that's the truth, really. I would I would have uh, enjoyed myself a little bit more because now I know I still can enjoy myself, but I'm nervous about everything, and everything takes so mm. much preparing and so much like planning. I've just I've just seen a question. I need to read it and answer it straight away. Go on. What do you find extremely difficult that most people find simple? Eating. Yeah, literally leaving my house. Go, Just go, eating. Go, yeah, eating. Going to work. It is like, to be the perfect diabetic, you can't just eat. You need to look at that food. You need to inject pre-bolus. You need to wait for that insulin to start working to actually eat what you want. Yeah. To be that perfect diabetic, which yep. doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah, that's... that... that... Right, let's go... Yeah, sorry, that one just really was glowing. Mm. But... Mm. Should we? Let's. I've just picked. I've just found a little positive one. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go into that one. Let's move away from the deep stuff. Yeah. In, in eight months and twenty five years, what's been a big achievement for you on your diabetic journey? Accepting diabetes and then starting this podcast with you. Yeah, I was just going to say exactly the same thing. Starting the podcast and sort of turning a negative into a massive positive. Yeah. So as soon as my controls there, I'm. Really thinking these days. That would be a big achievement. I know how motivated you are. I've known you for so many years. I know when you put your mind to something, Mike, you do it. You're exactly the same as me. You're a very goal-driven person. I know you will do it. You know you will do it. Do you know the problem, though? I, I can be a really selfish person, but I prefer to help other people. It's like with my design work. Like, I'll 
push myself to get that done. Maybe some days I am lazy, yeah, but I just want other people to be happy with what I'm doing. It's kind of like, um, yeah, I suppose it is the big achievement. I want, but I like praise. Thanks for that. Yeah, I get, I get that. I get that. If I don't get praise, I don't feel like I'm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I was like just. Maybe my mum and dad were just like, "Oh, you're really good, Michael. Well done for doing that. Uh, oh, well done, Michael." Maybe I had that as a child. I don't really remember that, but mm. maybe I got that. But when I get praise for things, I will push more to do that because I know I'm doing good. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're but saying. But if you don't hear, if you don't hear anything, it's like it's like at my job. I'm. I know I'm amazing at what I do. And when I, it's like the other day I had a meeting and they said, you're, you're the best at doing what you do. So that's like them saying, you're amazing, so keep doing it. So now like I push myself and I'm getting even more work done because yeah. I got that appraisal. Yeah. But where yeah. if they didn't say that, I feel like they don't give a shit. Why am I even trying? Like if what I'm doing ain't making a difference, why should I bother? Yeah, I'll get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I'm getting deep again. Why has that question gone deep? I don't know. It was only asking about what your biggest diabetic achievement is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> did you mention yours? <laughs> yeah, you did. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, no, I didn't. I didn't even get to talk. You did. You said the podcast. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. You did. Yes, you did. I did. Pick another one. We'll get away from the uh, the deep stuff. Come on. Right, I'm going to find something. We'll have, a, fight. we'll have a I'm few gonna... more and then we'll wrap it up. Um, oh, here you go. This is a fun one. Go on. If you had to describe your diabetes as a movie, which movie would you choose? Ooh, Titanic. <laughs> is that because your name's Jack? <laughs> no. Don't die, Jack. It's, it's inevitable. <laughs> it's inevitable. It's going to sink in the end, isn't it? <laughs> no, come on. You can do better than that. Uh, no, um, that's a really good question because I am a proper film guy as well. Yeah, so am I. I. I thought you would say something like Rocky. Like you get beaten, but you still push to succeed. This is very, this, you're getting deep again. It's a very deep metaphor. Oh my God. Yeah, but my one's even better. I thought of my film. Mine is Final Destination. <laughs> Why is it that? Because I'm going to die in some cool way. <laughs> <laughs> it will be something like because obviously being diabetic you think oh your diabetes will kill you it won't be it'll be something totally random like final destination yeah be, yeah something mad yeah that's not even deep that's just funny to me i'm i'm, I'm still trying to think of an actual something that i could like match it up with right um i'm gonna figure another film the terminal i've never seen it what with tom hanks yeah, never seen it. Where he's stuck in the airport for days because his country's at war. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I, I know the concept of it. He's stuck in an airport, but I've never actually watched the film. Yeah, and then he can finally go home right at the end. It's like just waiting for everything to be okay and then realising it's going to be okay. <laughs> proper deep again. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Right, right, I've got another one. I've got another one. It's, fuck, it's Gremlins, okay? Don't eat after midnight. <laughs> Don't eat after midnight. <laughs> there we go. Oh God. Oh. That was funny. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say ter- Terminator and the insulin pen 
is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sis, come with me if you want to live. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I want a burger. Give me a burger. <laughs> <laughs> don't start that. Don't do it. I didn't want to do it. Just don't start that. <laughs> okay right this is it I've just found one more question I've just found another one how do you build a scone jam first or cream first I cream it and then dip it in jam no I do because sometimes I don't want the jam yeah I was just about and if I want the jam I'll dip it in I don't have uh, cream or jam, I just have butter. The cream is the butter, isn't it? No, cream is no, cream. No, cream's the like, thick, thick, creamy stuff, isn't it? Like extra thick. Clot- yeah, clotted cream. Yeah. Amber, do I like clotted cream? Because you've been with me for 15 years. But I don't know, and I've been with myself for 36, so actually, valid point. <laughs> Jamie just said I'm 32. I, uh, I, I'm... I'm nearly 32, bruv. It's scary. I've been 32 for the last four years, according to Jamie. Well, I'm still 25, really. Aw. Oh, this is a good one, Jack. Go on. Where do you see the podcast in five years? Ooh. It's a good question. I, do you know what? I do see us just post. Wait, that is a lot of episodes. That's a lot of episodes, man. What's that? One a week. Is it 50? Is it 52 weeks in a year? Yeah, so that's 260 episodes. What's, what, a year? No, 260 episodes for five uh, yeah, years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, numbers. Yeah. Too many numbers. You waste stuff, Jack. You are shit with numbers. <laughs> when it comes to adding things like that, I'm good, bro. But it's just, I don't know. My brain. Mul- multiplication. I'm checking my sugars. I'm 11, <laughs> I'm 11.7 going straight up. So, yeah, there you go. That's why I can't focus. <laughs> oh, wait, there's another question for this. Oh, wait, where do we need to answer first? Where do I see the podcast in five years? I see it being on episode 260. Yeah. And hopefully we have some sort of sponsorship. Yeah, that's, yeah. I I, I think it's going to happen. Well, well, I hope it's going to happen. Yeah, I can't see it ending anytime soon. No, well, I ain't stopping whether we get sponsorship or not, mate. Well, like I said, we've always said, like, we haven't done this for anything like fame or anything like that. We literally started this because we wanted to just have a rant Chats. every week. <laughs> <laughs> because we're diabetic and we can't just go down the pub and drink and talk. So now we have a whole podcast to just talk. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry if I sound funny like I'm away from my microphone at the moment, but I'm doing a live correction. Oh, have my sugars come down? Oh, I'm 8.6. Hey. I've just stuck in two units, so we'll see what happens. Well, I've done two units, and it brought me down to 8.6 from 12. Wait, that would be the bread, though. That would be the complex bread. It's because you have to split for bread, isn't it? Yes, yeah, see, I'm... I was so anti-split. I never have I was to so split for bread. I split bolus, but now it's... Oh, bread don't like me. I never, I never have to split for bread, but... I can only eat bread and wraps and that when I'm active. I don't if know. I'm not active. I can't eat that sort of stuff. I don't know what's going on with me today. It just uh, my body just don't like insulin. That's been me for the past month, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because I was out of my routine yesterday, so I thrown everything out. But hopefully by the weekend, I'll get back back in track. Yeah, I started to get a little hard lump on my belly as well. It's pissing me off. Um, do you um see when you inject? Do you? Like, do you pull the needle out and, like, rub your belly? No. I always do that. I don't know why. I've done it since I was in hospital, and as soon as that needle comes out, I 
sort of not put pressure, but where the needles come out, I just sort of put my finger and just like rub in little circles to just work the insulin. I don't know. It's just something I've had in my head and now I always do it. You just give it a little rub. Yeah, sort of like just a little, few little circular little motions. (laughs) Anti-clockwise. I have weird habits when I inject. I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell you them. Right. So I have a habit of, you know, when you um, squirt the two units out. Yeah. I will squirt it where I'm about to inject. What, on your belly? So, yeah, on my belly, on my thigh. I will literally squirt that area. And I swear it acts as like a numbing agent. Like in my head, it acts as a numbing agent. <laughs> and then I just, I inject. But then sometimes, you know, when you've injected, I will start spinning my um, flex pen round while the needle's still inside <laughs> me. I've, I've while done I'm that. waiting for all of it to come off. I've done that a couple of times. Yeah, it's just, just. It's weird. It's bizarre. I'm actually curious if anyone else does that. Please contact and let me know. Yeah, I was, I've like you just give it a little twist. I've done it a couple of times. Like, sort yeah. of twisting it around, and I'm looking at myself, and all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, the "Fuck, are you doing? Hey, you've got, you've got, a, yeah. you've got a needle in your belly, brother. You're spinning it around. Like, allow it, man. Like, just, just, just leave it alone." <laughs> I'm glad that one ain't just me. No, it's, no, trust me, I've done it a few times. It, oh, what? I bro, injecting on the train yesterday. That was quite fun. Oh, that would be a bit bumpy as well, wouldn't it? It was very bumpy. I like my leg bled, obviously, so I stuck it in something that I shouldn't have. Where did you put your leg? Uh, in. <laughs> <laughs> Stop taking advantage of me when I've got high glucose, bro. Well, I was high at the beginning. Maybe that's why I went through my deep stage. That's how my brain goes when I'm high. I'm very weird. You just want to calm down. Yeah, I'm very like insecure and emotional when I'm high. I just get very tired. Oh, I get that angry. And I get that tiredness and anger as well. Yeah, I'm I'm angry at everything. Like you ask me what I'm doing tomorrow, and I'm just like, ah, shut up, not now. But just, I'm literally just leave me I'm, alone. Yeah, I'm either the angry or the very um like insecure and depressed. So when I'm angry, I don't get all them weird thoughts in my head. But when I'm not angry, I get the weird thoughts in my head. Yeah, that's strange. I've had sort of like the depression. That that because it's, it's just I hate being high, man. I really I yeah, hate so it. I. I absolutely hate it. Considering I lived twenty years being high, I don't know how I did. No, maybe I weren't that bad, but I don't know how I am. But marriage, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how she deals with me. To be honest, mate. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know how my missus puts up with me, bro. Sometimes I annoy myself. I didn't hear a word of what you just said there. <laughs> <laughs> All I heard was. <laughs> I said, I don't know how my wishes lives with me either. I, like, I annoy myself. Yeah, I annoy myself. It's, it's okay, though. Yeah. We, uh, should we carry on with these or should we save these for another update? Because there's still so many. Right, let's do another five. Right, let's try and quick fire them. Right, so what are the si- signs of diabetes? Signs or symptoms of diabetes? So that's the four T's, Jack, yeah? What are they? So you've got toilet, thirst, thin, and tired. Correct. <laughs> I had all four of them. Uh, um, I had a really bad stomach cramp. Uh, we, episode one, guys, go listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, probably someone came first in the chicken. All right, guys, that's how it works. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, this is a good one. How do you deal with the ignorance towards diabetes or diabetics? Um, I just say two simple words: 
and you can beat this out if you want. Fuck off. Yeah, I try and educate people. No, uh, well, it depends on what context. It depends how they uh, yeah. are ignorant. Yeah, if, if you're an idiot, then you're getting told, like, Illuminati, man. Yeah, you're getting told, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, we got him sacked out of Costa. No, we didn't really. Uh, (laughs) 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 Bloody diabetic coffee van. What is that, mate? No Illuminati created diabetes. Right, next quick fire. I'm literally flying down the list. Um, Is erectile dysfunction common in male diabetics? Uh, Uh, Yeah, it is, actually. Yeah, if your levels drop, then yeah. No, it's no... um, Erectile dysfunctions through bad control. So it's if you're running high all the time. Oh, really? Yeah, because it fucks up your blood vessels. Oh, I really hope this correction kicks in quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to say I've never had the problem, even though I ran high for many years. No, I... I and I'm 36. I've never so. had that problem, apart from the other way. Right. Uh, oh, do you manage to treat hypos with a good amount, or do you over-treat and face the facts? Now, I'm usually pretty good. I wasn't before we started this episode yeah. because my wife bought me a new treat and I ate half a bag of Maltesers and now I'm paying for it because I couldn't stop. But I'm usually pretty good. Yeah, I'm actually really good. Uh, I used to be terrible. I'd eat a whole bag of Tang Fastic. I still can't say the word. <laughs> tang Fastic. I'd eat, I'd eat whole... Yeah, them ones. I'd eat a whole big bag. Not We're not talking about the fun size. I'd eat a whole bag. But these days, since I found Lyft Glucose... Mate, godsend. Yeah. I now just take what I need. I'm uh, I've, I, I should have had lifts instead of Maltesers, but I, I wanted some Maltesers. Fair enough. This is, I'm going to pick the last question because it's just come up to me and it's a pretty good one for a last question. What are your top five hypo treats? Uh, number one is lift. Uh, number two is um, like a fruit juice, apple juice, mango juice. Uh, number three would be... Um, do you know them so- Haribo softies that I was on about one episode? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, fizzy worms as well. And then um, a yum yum. Yum yum. <laughs> yeah, it's in my top five. Nice. Even though it's extremely slow, but it still gets you up. Yeah. <laughs> right. What's yours? I'm going to say lifts again for number one, because they're just, they're always go-to for a hypo. Um, number two is uh, a little baby can of Coke. Obviously, my famous baby cokes. Baby coke. I won't sing. Sorry. (laughs) Number three is like a juice carton. Uh, I'm gonna number four. I do like me biscuits, as everyone knows. (laughs) (laughs) So I I do like a fruit shortcake biscuit purely because of the fact I've just had it in my head since I was firstly diagnosed with because they've actually got sugar on top of the biscuits they will act quickly and to be fair they usually do yeah no that's good and it's got the carb to carry over so yeah 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 yep. and number five um good old harry bows it's gotta be wait you didn't even say yum yum no because i don't use them to treat i've never used that to treat a hypo oh i do i i, I never do because of, I, I know it's gonna take so long and it's way too much yeah i suppose so Oh, it didn't say your favourite five. It said your top five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's my five. I do like my Harry bows. Yeah. Oh, and this one, easy. What doesn't exist but should? A cure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's plenty of research going on, so we can live in hope. 
do it. We may see one in our lifetime. But the stem cell research is supposed to shorten your life, so Yeah, yeah. See, would you would you if if say if that if say if a cure would take ten years off your life, would you take the cure? No. No, neither would I. No way. As long as I was well controlled. If I was like terribly controlled, like mood swings all the time, like sometimes I am, yeah. then I'd say, yeah, give me the cure just to give everyone else peace like that cares for me. Mm, you're getting deep again. But if I was well controlled, yeah, but if I was well controlled, then yeah, I wouldn't bother. Oh, I, I wouldn't bother. I've said it before on our podcast. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. So I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm trying to be here for both, mate, to be fair. Yeah, well, yeah, I'd, I, it, it would be nice <laughs> if we could be here for both. But it's, uh, who knows? Who knows what's written in the stars? That was quite a good song, actually. That was Labyrinth, wasn't it? Uh, Tiny Tempo. With Labyrinth. It was featuring Labyrinth on the chorus. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. All right, should we wrap it up, Jack? Yeah, yeah. It's been a... I can't be asked to do the other 50 questions. No, no, we'll leave that for another <laughs> week when one of us has gone on holiday. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be a good filler episode. It's actually good. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for joining us, people, this week. Um, Apologise, it's not our usual chatty, chatty podcast, but we hope you enjoyed it. I don't know, they might like it more because we stayed on subject. D- yeah, to be, yeah, it's not haywire. Told you, insanity. It's what yeah. we are T1D is, just insanity. Yeah, our conversations are like my levels all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, (laughs) (laughs) thanks for joining us. And uh, yeah, we will see you back to normal next week. Yeah, right. See you later, guys. Oh, and follow us on the socials. Yeah. And all that malarkey. Yeah, you know what to do. And Guess the Carbs will be back again next week. Yep, it will. Bye, people. (laughs) 